it's time to catalog minor catastrophes, tell our real life terrors, and manifest some mayhem. That's right. Let's crack open the anxiety encyclopedia. I'm Catherine McNally. And I'm Laurie McGill. And we're just here to tell you about the things making us nervous this week. Let's do it. What is giving you anxiety? So recently, recently it is Botox and the possible side effects. And the reason is because I've had chronic temporomandibular joint, temporomandibular joint, the TMJ, which is what like hinges your jaw to your skull. I've had issues with that since I was a kid. It um, dislocates, it clicks, it pops. It's really tense. Once I was eating a taco and it dislocated and I went with the like sitcom. If you get amnesia, you should hit your head again to get over it. Cause I was like, maybe if I finish this, my jaw will go back in. <laughs> I really didn't want to waste the taco. So I kept eating the taco and oh it, my did, God. it did push my jaw back in. So I think those okay. sitcoms about I thought amnesia that was end differently. are onto something. No, it's never like gotten stuck open. Some people will get them stuck open okay. like at a lot completely. I've never had that. that but every, awful. every time I go to the dentist they offer to give me uh injections to help relax that so a couple of months ago I did get those injections and I waited to do this research until after I'd already shot the poison into my face I don't know if that's a good plan no I think that is smart so I think one of the things I think I approached Botox there's this complicated relationship to it because a lot of the media and pop culture narrative is tied into the way that women are allowed or not allowed to age. And the truth is we are both not allowed to age and not allowed to prevent aging. Like it's a no-win situation. If you use Botox too much, it's a joke. But if you age visibly, that's also bad, right? Do you remember uh, the scene in Cinderella's story where Jennifer Coolidge, I'm going to send you a link in the chat. Video. She has gotten Botox and she's like, I'm really mad, but oh, yes. you can't tell for another mm-hmm. two hours. And later she's like, I broke my face. It's working again. And in that case, the Botox is, is like part of what makes her a monster. It's part of what makes her a villain. They use it. But then also any visible aging is bad as well. So I think there's all this baggage around plastic surgery and Botox and Then there's the other thing, which is just, I feel weird about shooting an acknowledged toxin into my body, specifically my face. Yeah, I go back and forth. (laughs) Right, right. I know. Well, and then there's all these people who are like, there's this really weird thing happening on the internet now where people don't understand ages. Mm. Like Hillary Duff did a swimsuit shoot this week. Did you see Mm -hmm. this? And I only saw it like trending. I decided not to look at it. She looked great. Um, I'm sure she of did. Of course. But the headline that there was this tweet that was like, um, something like Hillary Duff, 35 and still looking great. And people are like, how old She's 30 fucking 35 five. is, right? And so it's the same kind of thing where some people are like, yeah, people made fun of me for getting Botox at 21, but now I'm 27 and look at my face. And I'm like, of course you don't have wrinkles. You're 27. You still have collagen. Every 27 year old looks dewy faced and gorgeous. Like, what your are you collagen talking about? hasn't taken a break yet. So like what I'm just starting to like, see, like there's one baby, there's one wrinkle on the forehead starting to come in and I'm 31. 
I definitely have 27 year olds can like chill I know I definitely have crow's feet and smile lines like my eyes for sure are but I also just stop stop laughing and smiling (laughs) I think it would be weird if some eyes are I don't I don't think you want to mess with eyes and we're going to talk about that some but in general anything that close to your eyes just like concerning imagining bad things like accidents going into your eye and then you see people like Courtney Cox and she used fillers but she had too many injectables and it made her look kind of crazy and she's since had them removed and she has she looks better her current I gotta look at a new picture of her I mean I don't think she's undone all of the work she had done but the fillers she's had removed got it selfishly I want someone to come forward and be like I only I guess I want someone to like I want a time lapse of someone who only gets Botox so I can see like what's actually gonna happen (laughs) so that I can see like is is this gonna look okay when I'm 70 or am I gonna look insane but Botox wears off oh okay I mean you have to keep going back I guess that's one of the things um, I'm sure it has some lasting effects, but I don't think it's the same as like actual, like if you had a facelift that went wrong or a nose oh, okay. job or even the filler silicon is permanent. So you're saying I should do it. <laughs> well, it's pretty spendy. I'm not sure that's where you want to. <sighs> I need, it is, um, I need some money from this podcast so I can start <laughs> shooting Botox into my face. Can we get can we get Botox as a sponsor? Forget Casper mattress. Forget this Hello brought Fresh to you by, by Botox. Botox. Does that sound like I I'm love not it. moving it my makes mouth me look when like... I talk? <laughs> I think because of our sponsor Botox. <laughs> uh, I'm just aiming for like a meal delivery kit to start. Yeah. Box a new mattress topic. if we're lucky. Love it. I need a new mattress. Every day I'm like, why does my neck hurt? And it's like, because you're sleeping on a cheap mattress that you haven't flipped. Oh, you got to flip that baby. I know, but it's such a pain. And I have to coordinate flipping it with sheet day. You're right. Forget it. Forget it. (laughs) Anyway. So quickly, what is Botox? So the first note is that Botox is actually a brand name of botulinum neurotoxin. And there are a variety of types, but we're going to wonder why they don't call it that. If you call (laughs) it that, I'd be like, what? You want to put what in my face? It it gets worse. Hold on. Uh, We're going to do like Kleenex or Band-Aids where we're just going to call all of the botulinum neurotoxins Botox, but Botox is a brand name. So it's like, we should be talking about facial tissue. We call it all Kleenex. It's like that. Okay. Uh, It's it's so Botox or botulinum neurotoxin is a drug made from the bacterium clostridium botulinum uh we get should we add that to our list of names with cascadia subduction i think that's clostridium. a gorgeous name this is my daughter yes. cascadia and her brother clostridium i think we're building a beautiful little family my family here. is gonna be so unusual You're, the um, teachers are gonna hate it but gosh. the teachers eventually my children mm-hmm uh uh, so it is a toxin that causes botulism and what is botulism it's a rare but serious illness caused by a toxin this is from the cdc it attacks the body's nerves and causes difficulty breathing muscle paralysis and even death and i believe usually when people die from botulism it is because their 
respiratory um, system, their lungs are paralyzed. The bacteria, <laughs> what? <laughs> what motherfucker decided, let's take this and put it into someone's face? Yeah, not totally clear. It's kind of like penicillin, right? Like we're, they accidentally yeah. grew mold and we're like, try this for your strep throat. Um, the bacteria can produce the toxin in food, wounds, and the intestines of infants. Mm-hmm. For example, uh, improperly home canned or preserved or f- fermented food can create botulism. And so that's why once when I was in like high school, I saw a play and there was a, they were, as a bunch of characters living in like a bunker. And one of the kids got into some old canned food and then died of botulism and, in the play. And so that's why that's a whole other anxiety I have. Anytime someone offers me like homemade jam, I really want to take your homemade jam or pickles or preserves. Cause it's probably delicious, but what if it's full of uh clostridium botulinum i have never thought about that because i didn't Sorry. know that was the thing and now i'm gonna think my grandma's trying to poison me when she gives me her jam i mean if your grandma i assume your grandma's doing it right like with the boiling really hot and she's been doing it for a while yeah. and storing it the way you're supposed to so probably you can trust your grandma okay. to can things she's been doing it for a very long time and i've never she's never killed anyone that i know of so as a neurotoxin it's the strongest biotoxin among all known natural and synthetic toxins according to a baltimore medicine journal article it was originally a bioweapon and then at some point in there, we did start shooting it into our faces. I love that journey for this. Like, talk about rebranding, reinvention <laughs> for the botulinum neurotoxin. Like, one minute you're a bioweapon or you're the next year eating peaches, <laughs> the next year in Hollywood. Incredible. Way to go, Botox. It does also speak to like this history that I don't totally under I don't know all the history so any of this could be wrong but just this idea of like I think now the beauty industry is obviously more regulated than it's ever been but even so this idea of all the poisonous things we've put on ourselves to achieve aesthetic like the makeup that was seeping in that was like paint seeping into the skin even the mercury watches mm-hmm. just like all the ways we poisoned ourselves in pursuit of looking a certain way and now it's it's literal poison that we're shooting into our face we are a shallow species <laughs> yeah so that's not great Um, In 2020, the American Society of Plastic Surgeons said that more than 4 million people had Botox or Botox-like procedures uh, for cosmetic purposes. I believe that number doesn't even count what we're going to talk about some, which is like the medicinal purposes. It works by blocking nerves to weaken or paralyze certain muscles. So just like it paralyzes your lungs, you put it in your face, it paralyzes the muscles in your face. It can be used for a variety of things. So probably the first thing we associate Botox with is that temporary smoothing of facial wrinkles and improving your appearance. But depending on the dosage and the muscles injected, it can also be used for severe underarm sweating. Oh, I've heard of this. It like... I guess it... And I'm a, I'm a sweaty person, so it's like, oh, that kind of sounds nice. And that's like glandular, right? So I guess it has the same effect on... Is a gland a muscle? I don't understand. Or a nerve? I don't really understand, but I guess it does I'm, the same thing. 
Yeah. Uh, cervical dystonia, which is actually a neurological disorder that causes severe neck and shoulder muscle contractions. It's injected into muscles. It relaxes them. It reduces the contractions and it also blocks the neurotransmitter transmitter chemicals that signal the muscles to contract and spasm. Um, before this, there was like no treatment for some types of dystonia. And the only treatment for others was pretty extreme surgery. So this actually makes mm-hmm. a big difference for people with cervical dystonia. Um, uncontrollable blinking. I'm going to try to read the <laughs> Lepharospasm. Lepharospasm. You nailed it. Thanks. Uh, probably. I know it ends in spasm. <laughs> uh, strabismus, which is misaligned eyes. So I would imagine oh. that's sort of like if they're crossing... People use it for chronic migraines, and you can also use it for overactive bladder. Hmm. Um, I guess in that case, I'm going to make up some more science. Your bladder is like signaling to your body that it needs to be emptied, even though it's not actually full, probably, right? And so by like numbing it. Lock the neurotransmitters. I wonder if you would then have to learn relearn like relearn the signals if yeah. you're suddenly getting different signals huh. uh the most common side effects of botox are pain swelling or bruising at the injection site you can also have flu-like symptoms it can just make you feel bad headache upset stomach if you get injections in the face it can also cause temporary drooping eyelids um yeah i'm gonna bring it back to me my favorite topic so i got injections in my jaw And they were really, I will say the needle was so tiny. I barely even felt it. Like I didn't know what to expect. This all is like, check, get it. (laughs) I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know, um, especially, I don't know. There's something about the cheeks that just feel so vulnerable to your forehead is like hard, right? It feels like your forehead can take it. It that's backwards because your cheeks are mostly fat. So it should actually hurt less, but there's just, it just feels it's so close to your mouth. There's a lot happening here. Yeah. But it was so quick. It was over. Um, I didn't even feel it. It was sore. And so then I came home and I made the I made the mistake. I had injections. I came home and I was trying to remember. She was like, don't for three to five days or something insane. Don't wash your face with like soap and don't put on moisturizer. I think it had to do with the rubbing. You don't want to massage the oh. area. What am I... My face is just going to be dry for five days? <laughs> for a few days, yeah. So on that in that area, at least, your nose, you can get your oh. nose. If you do the oh, forehead, your God. cheek. My nose is the part that needs the most moisture. Are you serious? No! <laughs> like, uh, no. <laughs> I was like, really? I mean, sometimes <laughs> that's true. Like, if you have a bad cold or something. Sure, sure. I take it back. Um, but I was trying to remember what I was and wasn't allowed to do. So I was Googling it. And first of all, mm-hmm. the internet was mostly like, don't wash your face or put on moisturizer for a day. I don't know why she quoted me so oh. long. But the other thing I saw that she hadn't mentioned was everyone said, don't lay down at all for the first four hours because it will, it can move. It can move in your face. The again, poison can move from the spot where it's been injected to like a different spot in your face. They really try to leave it alone. Don't lie down, which is fine. Cause I came home and went to work. So I wasn't lying down, but then a lot of places also were like, and don't sleep on your side. Um, and some places said for one for day, some okay. places were like for a week. That's no, 
And I only sleep on my side. So that night I didn't sleep like at all because not only was I not sleeping on my side, I was like obsessed with not rolling over onto my side. Yeah, and I was you think that I would have if I fall asleep. Awful gonna happen. Yeah. I was laying in all these weird positions, like trying to trick my body into thinking that I was laying on my side, but keep my head back. Cause you don't want to like oh, squish man. your cheeks, I guess. Yeah. Cause it'll move around. So happens. it can migrate. And it can also be pretty expensive. It can cost up to, um, you're charged by the unit. So I think it's like how much you get Mm -hmm. shoved in there. Uh Uh-huh. And it can cost like $500 and you have to do that three to four times a year, potentially. Okay. So hold on. So minimum it's like 500. I mean, it can't, mine was less because I didn't take that many units, but mine was a couple hundred. And probably if you're doing your forehead, it is yeah, more. Yeah, there's like more spots. And uh, well, so yeah, 500 at least twice a year, possibly three to four times a year. I would just like to say at this moment, if you like this podcast, please subscribe, give us money so I can pay for $500 three times a year. <laughs> That's so much. <laughs> it's so much. It is. I mean, the most, especially when I think about it, um, I just don't come from a place of having that level of expendable income like the most no unnecessary thing that I spend money on regularly is getting my nails done and even that every time I'm like well it was kind of expensive for a manicure like, so ooh, I don't know I'm so fancy this is like the, the big life you know <laughs> exactly exactly so oh my goodness uh yeah so be prepared for that cost but, but how, how afraid do we really need to be so Here's a quote from the Dystonia Foundation, in fact, that although a medication with the word toxin in the name may seem confusing, BNT injections have decades of research and clinical experience demonstrating that they are a safe and effective medical therapy. When used medically, BNT are transformed into a therapeutic agent by complex manufacturing processes. The doses used to treat dystonia are far less than the amount that would even begin to make a person ill from botulism. And I think in medicine, there are a lot of things that we reap. I mean, vaccines for a long time, we use live vaccines, right? And um, penicillin and botulism, we repurpose a lot of things, but those are medical professionals injecting you and doing the dosage. And it's, you know, with all toxins or poisons, with all poisons, it's the dose that makes the toxin. With all toxins, it's the dose that makes the poison. It's the dose that makes it problematic. Gotcha. Um, And so one other thing that I learned, though, so that's like in the context of medicine. But I did learn that for cosmetic Botox, according to that reputable source, Women's Health magazine, you don't have to have a license. The most reputable. It's my New York Times. The Women's Health. Uh I think that's what Hillary Duff was on the cover of. You don't (laughs) have to have a license to inject Botox. You only have to have a license to purchase it. Are you kidding me? Is that real? That's real. It was real a couple of years ago at the very least. And there is, there's a lot, as I was looking, there's just not a lot of, I know I said earlier, the beauty industry is more regulated than ever before. That doesn't mean it's regulated. There's just not a lot of oversight over Botox um, as far as who can use it, who can access it, and where it can be done. Because now, like, hair salons are offering Botox. Um, And there are some places where you just go and you get a weekend training in how to do injections. And it's not just... (laughs) No. So it's it's not 
it's not just what you're injecting. The placement is obviously crucial because you're dealing with really sensitive muscles and nerves and small areas. Oh my God. I'm so stressed. This is feels like a Claire's situation where you're like, I want to get my ears pierced. And it's like some 13 year old who just learned how to use the gun yesterday. So I think in my limited understanding, that is actually a really good analogy, unfortunately. Oh my God, I hate that. (laughs) There are absolutely, and again, medicine aside, I hope you're getting your medicine from a medical professional, but for cosmetics, there are places like a real like tattoo and piercing parlor that you would go to where they're certified. They've been doing it a long time. And then there are places more like Claire's where someone was licensed to get the toxin. The other thing is that um, not only can there be ambiguity in how people present themselves, like they may claim certifications, they may say they're experts, and it's hard to know because of that lack of oversight. There's also black market injectables that are cheaper and easier to get. So where you have to have a license, you're supposed to have to have a license to get the injectables, but you can also, there's a black market. And so here's a a woman who is a dermatologist in New York city. And apparently her name is Doris day. Sounds fake, but okay. She said, a woman came to me with her upper lip indented and hanging weirdly. She thought she'd bought lip filler, but it was silicone and silicone is permanent. Uh, oh there are in addition to that there are a growing number of dermatologists who are hesitant to treat patients who have gotten injectables of unspecified origin says boston dermatologist ranella hirsch who does treat them but they said she says it's impossible to know what they've been injected with so how can you treat it you can't always get medical records from med spas let alone that guy doing filler behind a curtain in a salon so oh, I don't like this. Yeah. So um yeah, so your Claire's analogy was excellent, in fact. Thank you so much, but I hate that. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> uh, we talked about some of the more common side effects. You can also get more serious red flags like severe pain, blackening of the skin, blistering of the skin, hard lumps under the skin, or pus and drainage, says Lily Talakub, MD and dermatologist. She says, go to the R immediately if you experience any of those. Can you imagine you're like, I want to look better. And then you end up with like black skin and like, uh, mm. and it'll just be so painful. Yeah. And you have to learn the hard lesson that like, maybe you didn't need it in the first place and that society is a cesspool. Yeah, it definitely is just, I mean, our bodies in general, obviously we want to be careful with what we put in our bodies, but the face in particular is so close to your brain Uh and it's so exposed and it just feels like the eye and the nasal passages and the you know, even like your esophagus, it just feels so vulnerable and out there. And so, you know, I don't know. It just feels like if you get a vaccine in your arm and it's really sore yeah. for a couple of days, it's your arm. It's a bummer. It's yeah. not your nose or your cheek. Oh man. Um, some examples people have seen a woman with temporarily paralyzed lower eyelids. They like put the too much in and her lower eyelids were paralyzed. Um, chipmunk, oh my God. Chipmunk cheeks. And those people had to have additional injections to dissolve the filler. You have to like undo what you did. Uh, Swollen lips and under eyes. Some people definitely like go in to make their under eyes look 
more youthful and then they get all like dark and swollen and it draws so much more attention to them i this is making me like kind of want to look up pictures but then i'm like no don't do it i'm gonna recommend you don't but i do have one picture that i'll share with you in a minute <laughs> okay like your description is enough i can paint a picture but i, I will want to look i will just tell it's you like now that botched the last line of my notes is i really have to recommend not googling botched botox Okay, good. I don't really watch Botched, but no, it's that I appeal don't. where you want to like watch the car crash. You want to look. I just feel so bad anytime someone pays someone a lot of money and then has to pay for reversal of that. Ugh. I think it happens with perhaps probably even more with like plastic surgery. Like they do a bad job on your nose job and you have to go find a better, more expensive plastic surgeon to fix it. <sighs> I feel like I did once watch a season of like high-end plastic. Why did I watch this show? It was like high-end plastic surgeons who had a lot of money and fixed Do you things. remember? Well, this is a recovered memory that's going to be really interesting to our audience. Do you remember like sitting in that we went to um, New Bohemia, the beer hall, whatever. And on the TVs, they were playing like some awful surgeon show. I do kind of remember, do you remember that? that. I feel I do like it was that. all like Tommy tucks and like liposuction. It's like, what? This is not the vibe. I do remember that. And I will just say new Bohemia, you know this, but their TV selection was wild all the time. Because all over it the place. felt very much like a sports bar. That was the feel of the food and the lawn games. Um, and they would show sports when they were on, but not even on every TV. They had TVs all around the perimeter. And they would show sports on a couple of TVs. And then, like, across the room would be a Turner Classic movie. And yeah, like, <laughs> I forgot about that. Every, there was always a black and white movie on. And then Goonies. And then, oh. like, a weird reality show, like Nip Tuck so or Beverly weird. Hills. Um, and that establishment is no longer in business and i have to wonder if the television choices had anything to do with it that that took it under we went for the two dollar beers and the pretzels the size of our heads those pretzels i'm still searching for an equivalent they were so good they were gigantic they would put the big cheese cups in the pretzel holes because they were so big bigger than our heads yep gorgeous all right i'm back that's a good, it's a good little palate <laughs> cleanser. I'm going to share a picture with you. Of, okay. This is, um, I'm just going to share my screen. This is Whitney uh, Buha. She's an influencer. And. Um, oh, no. So she went in, uh, she's experiencing what's called ptosis but it has a P it's like pterodactyl, um, which means droopy eye. And she actually originally, this was in 2021. She went in for her eyebrows and then she went home and they were like a little bit off. So she went back to try and have them, I think, put a little more in and she ended you, up with this droopy eye. Yeah. What does it mean? You went in for your eyebrows. Oh, like the Botox, like the brow, oh, like above it. I think so. I think it's okay, like the forehead, understood. but like the lower forehead. I was like, what she did? Oh. I guess it could be. I don't exactly know how it migrated to her eye, but she said she went for an appointment oh and her God. left eyebrow didn't look right. She went to a local med spa 
Um, so she went back to the spa because her la- her left eyebrow was sagging and it didn't have an arch. So already not great, right? You just have like a saggy line. And then a few days later, she woke up and she looked in the mirror and she looked like this. She had a really droopy eye. Oh my eye. God. Um, and it got worse and worse. And not only is it like, as far as obviously not the look she was going for, it also means that she she can't really see out of that eye fully. Yeah. Because it's not open. And so her other eye is overcompensating for the reduction. And then it's freaking out. So she's worried that oh she God. is going to have like permanent vision damage. And um, it was a process. It takes time for this to resolve. She also had to have other injections put in to... Uh, try to resolve it to dissolve what's in there you can put in a, like an acid that dissolves the filler but that didn't do it completely and so it's also just this process of time um oh where she has this and it gets better over time but still uh it happens it's dr alan Mater- matarazzo who's a plastic surgeon and is the president of the society of plastic surgeons he said um, it most typically occurs when Botox fluid seeps from its intended muscle into a nearby muscle that controls the eyelid. So again, you're just so close to your eyes, right? Oh and so God. it doesn't have to go very far. I wonder if she laid yeah. down. I wonder if she didn't Google that you're not supposed to lay down for, I don't know, 24 confront to 200 her. hours. <laughs> <laughs> it's it just is- 200 hours. It's not like... Oh my God. Can you um, like, it's the thing about like the waiting. It's like you, uh, I wouldn't imagine teaching middle schoolers with that. No, they barely, they make fun of me every day. Not every day. They make fun of me just normally. They would be brutal. Well, and I'm thinking about, I don't, nobody looks at me. I look like a swamp troll in my house while I work, but I'm thinking about staring at a computer for eight hours with like one and a half eyes right um so she went with a plastic surgeon who told her the eye droop was the worst they've ever seen oh good then she thought that's uh, what you want to hear i know (laughs) i know you always want to be like the worst you've ever seen the worst eye drop i've ever seen that's awesome Um, good for her whitney whitney So she had started like documenting it on social media because she's a professional influencer. And so you can't hide it. So speaking of jobs where it's really Mm -hmm. inconvenient to have a droopy eye for months. There's no filter for that. No. So at first she like tried to hide it with her hair and like angles, but eventually she just ended up talking about it. eye (laughs) patch. That might actually have helped her other eye. Oh yeah. Working this into my new look. What do you think? So then she saw a nurse who was apparently the medical director at a local med spa. I assume not the same one that messed it up in the first place. Uh, And so the nurse said they should do more Botox to lift the eyelid, which is just crazy to me. I mean, I, I get it, but it's like your boat, the Botox made it impossible for your eye to do its own thing. So we now need to work extra hard to like crank it up. Um, and she gave her eye drops and, uh, she used, she had, she did like massage and steaming her eyes and like rolling and it's just turned into so much work. So like we talked about earlier, the doctor, the 
president of the board said, you know, make sure your provider is fully vetted and that you get clear aftercare instructions mm. and make sure that they have enough experience to be able to fix it, a problem if it starts. Um, so Whitney, poor Whitney. How long did it, like, I assume her eye is fine now. It is. I couldn't find exactly. How long did that? I couldn't find exactly how long it took to go back, but it was, a. it seemed like an extended process. Seemed like months. I mean, if you figure that you have to go back three or four times a year, it's at least three months, right? Where, and I think they sped it up. I think the Botox helped the extra Botox. It's just so crazy. It's like, if you go to a car dealer and they break your window and then they're like, we're going to fix it by breaking the other window. So it balances. Is that okay? The only fix we can do is to break your other window. <laughs> is that cool? Is that okay? Is that cool? That's insane. Um, and it is, I feel like it has become so normalized that it feels like a casual thing to just go get Botox. Not that it shouldn't be normalized, but this idea of, are you really vetting your provider? Because remember, you are injecting things into your face. So mm -hmm. some of the reasons for droopy eye are things like the Botox is improperly diluted. So I imagine they're just shooting way too much in there. That they put it, they inject it in the wrong place. Uh, one size doesn't fit all. There's not like a standard dose. You need to. So I think the I think the best practice is to start by possibly under treating a muscle, obviously. And the next time the person would say, "It really didn't do enough. Can we get some more, a couple more units?" Um, or if people don't follow the post procedure advice and the Botox spreads. Oh my god! Even with dentists, there may not be clarity over who can do what and how depending on where the dentists are and how experienced they are and just how much experience, like they're only doing, cause going back again to the idea that the location is so key. If you're not doing a lot of Botox injections, you may be board certified, but just not doing it enough to be like right. an expert the experience. Um, do we need to vet your dentist? Well, real quick? I did. <laughs> yeah. He does a lot, I think, but okay, good. Um, the key is a board certified professional and medically it can be done safely and securely and do a lot of good. The last thing I'll say is I did find an academic journal article um, from 2018 in the journal of medicine, Baltimore. And it was the clinical analysis of 86 botulism cases caused by <laughs> cosmetic injection of uh, botulinum toxin. So you didn't think I was only going to talk about uh droopy eye. So apparently in the study, they found 86 botulism patients who got it after getting a Botox injection between 2009 and 2013. Um, and they had all kinds of, I mean, botulism symptoms. Here's a table that was in that. So headache, dizziness, insomnia, fatigue, blurred, uh, blurred vision, difficult to open their eyes, unclear articulation, dysphagia, drink bucking, constipation, anxiety, nasal feeding, and then prejudice people who were like your face looks funny um I don't know what the fuck is drink bucking I don't know either but I think or nasal feeding I think it has to do with uh difficulty like, swallowing okay because and that makes sense right because if it's paralyzing your yeah. muscles and it started okay in your face it would make sense that your issues would 
be partially around eating. Some of them had to be um, on ventilators. So again, this was, these cases were definitely caused by inappropriate injection too much, too frequently. Mm -hmm. It's not like a common thing. That's why most of this was about droopy eye, but I did just want to acknowledge that these scientists found 86 people who got botulism after having botulinum toxin injections, uh, seemed important, but I like watch out for that. Symptoms is anxiety. So like if you're going in and you're like already anxious about it and then you get it and then you have more anxiety, that would happen to me. I feel like I totally, well, it is always funny too. Cause I do understand that some, that illnesses definitely can mess with your brain chemistry and make you experience higher rates of anxiety. But I'm also like, they're sick. Of course they're anxious. How is that unique to this illness? Yeah. Like, of course yeah. they're anxious. They can't eat or drink or breathe. What are you... <laughs> just chill out man that's I don't fine think that's a botulism symptom per se <laughs> so that is botox so oh when we think gosh. about how scared we should be the answer is kind of just be find a good person and vet your yeah. person and just be aware that there's not oversight at maybe a level of oversight that is comforting so you got to find a real deal so if you get like a, if you get like a flyer in the mail, that's like a great deal on Botox, probably don't do that. It might be silicone. If Botox does sponsor and we get an ad, maybe don't trust that one. <laughs> Feels like that's a red flag. If they're sponsoring podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to walk that back a little guys? Maybe we just get other sponsorships so we can pay a board certified injector to take care yes, of our faces. Please help us. So I'm still just trying to figure out how to get this Zoom video smoothing feature in real life, and then I won't need Botox. There you just go. Like hold up a, a filter or something. I think like a monocle. Ooh. <laughs> so that's Botox. That was amazing. Thank you. That was amazing. <laughs> I learned so much. Kind of terrifying that you can go to the yeah. clear equivalent of a Botox injector. Yeah. Wow. So, um, what's, what's making you anxious this week? All right. Let's see. Oh, no. Um, okay. So I have like two. So like one is related to work and like, you know, I keep going to new people, you know, that time old classic. So one is like, I'm now a part of a group chat, which is like, Yay, you're involved. Moving on up. Yeah, but then it's like, oh my God. First of all, I forget how much I hate group chats. I'm just like, we don't need to text this much. Shut up. And it's always (laughs) the same people. But then there's the anxiety of like, what if I accidentally sent, like it's meant for someone else and I put it in that. It hasn't happened yet, but that's an anxiety. And then another um group new people related anxiety we have this is gonna tell you exactly when we recorded this where we are having a holiday party <laughs> for the um school and it's it's like it starts at 6 30 when do i get there <laughs> how late do i arrive <laughs> like that shit it's like yeah it sounds like it's all out like they're describing how it's not like your normal grandma's holiday party. They have a karaoke room. They have okay. a dance room. They have a, yeah, 
it's just the foyer, but they turn the foyer into the dance floor. They have the drink and food room. They have like, it sounds like people get fucking wasted. And so it's like, also you got to walk the line. You got to be a little bit tipsy to be there, but not so much that you embarrass yourself in front of all of your coworkers. I don't want to yuck anyone's holiday party yum, but have they thought about spending any of that money on classroom supplies for their teachers? Don't worry. It um, is just one person who is just one of the staff. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't know. She has a big house. So I assume that there's some like expendable money there. And Mm -hmm. that's how she's been able to do this for like nine years. Whoa. Yeah. So well, that's mine. Ask your group chat. What time are you getting to the party? <laughs> when is everyone getting there? When should I get my Uber? Can oh my you... God, I almost asked someone this week and I was like, stop you anxious person. You'll be okay. fine. There'll be alcohol. It'll, It'll be, be fun. fun. Yeah. It'll be good. And I'm just going to hang out by the karaoke part probably. And I'm going to try to get one of my coworkers drunk who's never been drunk. And it's really weird. And he keeps saying it. So you really want to be, like, be responsible right. for that? him i yeah no i don't want to be responsible for him i want to peer pressure him and then just leave oh my gosh (laughs) (laughs) that's making you anxious set yourself up for success (laughs) at school um yeah actually just co also co-worker interactions Mm -hmm. we had uh we don't have a holiday party but they were like Everyone who's in Albuquerque, we're just going to go to Tin Can Alley, which is like a food hall with a bunch of different restaurants. Um, But the company doesn't give us any kind of holiday party or meal or anything. So it was really just like come buy yourself dinner and eat around people that you work with. Yeah. So I went to that and I had a pretty bad attitude about it, but it was pretty fun. (laughs) But it's always this thing of like, uh, same thing. I couldn't think. I was like, what time should I get there? Because I don't want to be there right at the beginning, but I also don't want to get there too late because then everybody's sitting and they may have already eaten. And I'm like, do I get food? Do I just get a drink? And I didn't know who was going to be there because we really uh, only like half our team is in Albuquerque. The other problem is most of the people that I work with the most closely live out of state. So I'm like, all the people I want to, minus a couple, like my manager who's here, all the people I really want to sit and talk with, they're not going to be there. <laughs> So it was just a lot of calculus. Like, when do I get there? Who's going to be there? How long do I stay? How long do I have to stay? When can I leave? Um, and then I always end up saying longer. I think about leaving. I, I almost always end up saying longer because once I get there, it's fine. But the buildup, I'm like, I do not want to. I have a real issue, like, leaving. I'm like, how do I leave this situation? It's tricky. Just pretend you have something else. Be like, oh, well, I just wanted to pop in. I've got another thing. <sighs> See ya. Bye. It sounds like it's big. So you just say goodbye to the people yeah. you're standing near and go. That's true. Actually, I'm really good at an Irish goodbye. And this is a perfect Irish goodbye situation. But there is always that thing of it's walking that line of like, you want to be fun at the party, but you do have yeah. to work with these people again on Monday. Yeah. So you don't want to say or do anything that will permanently color right. you. You just... Yeah. So I'll you just know, say goodbye to the host and bye-bye. You do the Thank Matt Mori. You say, gotta go bye. And then just disappear. <laughs> and then later when people are like, you didn't even say goodbye. You're like, no, I did. It was quiet. You remember, you were too drunk. It was so quiet, goodbye. but I said it. Oh my goodness. But That's good. So what's um, 
making you excited about this week or next week or last um, week? I go to my notes. Oh, so back to the coworker who called me red flag girl. Oh my gosh. Yes. But then, then said she was glad you were here or something. Yes. More like guys, we have some green flags this week. She likes me. It's clear. I'm awesome. So it is, it she, is clear. You're awesome. <laughs> she said this week, she said two nice things this week about me. I know. Oh. I was like, oh my God. Are we going to be like friends? Maybe. Um, but she said like at one point, um, I don't know. I said something really sarcastic and she then like said something very sarcastic back to me, making fun of me. And she was like, you know, you, I really don't like people. And I was like, and this is why we're like kindred spirits. Um, and she was like, so I kind of like have learned to tune out a lot, but some comments will like pull me back up (laughs) and my comment did. And I was like, she really likes me. And then the yesterday she said she made some joke and she was like you know I'm just kind of like every time I make a joke I'm like looking at you to see if I can make you laugh and I'm like (sighs) I like it I was like thank you I love it so that's my good thing so even if uh I think there's a message here kids that even if someone's real weird to you at the beginning you can win them over it's okay you can do it it's not all. I hope there aren't yeah. any kids listening to this. <laughs> Please, if you're a kid listening to this, go talk to your parent. What's <laughs> happening? How do you get this? <laughs> Put down your phone and go outside, kids. Kids these days. <laughs> Climb a tree. <laughs> what is making you um, happy yeah. or less anxious or whatever well, this segment is? As we, <laughs> the joy. I need a script. Um, yes. As we've already indicated, it is December, and I. So I'm watching a lot of bad Christmas romances. I made a wreath today. I'm making a quilt for my sister's new nephew while I have movies playing. So it's just, it's a good time. It's just, I love it. Brainless fun. I love it. Have you watched the new Lindsay Lohan? Christmas no, movie but it's on my list I think I'm gonna watch it this weekend <laughs> well buckle up yes <laughs> it is it has um you'll like it because it has Hallmark movie vibes I'm sure but with and, Lindsay Lohan well and Netflix always has a big budget so like the script isn't necessarily better but they're really attractive looking the set pieces yeah. the costumes they usually can buy music instead of just public domain it has Court Overstreet in it right from Glee <laughs> I think so. Is that the dude? Yeah, doesn't that sound like the most made-up name you've ever heard? It does. It really does. It feels like he named himself after he got a job on Glee. Cord. I mean, maybe he did. Um, Can you imagine being born that way? Not as good as Cascadia, but you know. No, it's no Clostridium, but... I was like, I don't remember the other one. (laughs) I'm not sure that I, I really pulled that out. Yeah, that was right. Okay. Incredible. Uh, yeah. So I'm going to keep watching those and not think about poison in my face. It's still in there. <laughs> You're fine. You already passed the like 200 hours. Uh, for sure. That's true. Oh man. So don't forget the world can be a scary place. Don't forget to take a deep breath. 
Thanks so much for listening. If you liked what you heard, make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode. And follow us on Instagram and Twitter at the underscore anxiety pod. We'll talk to you next week.